This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Thoughts I've had, and I know you all know this, but I think it's really good to just remind yourselves of it, that there is a difference between learning to act as an art form and learning to act, and I say it in air quotes, in order to get a job. It's just, it's a different thing. And I think it's important to know that. What I know is true is that people who act that get a job feel like acting is not enough. And they all want to do plays. And almost none of them can. I mean, Kerry Washington was unwatchable. Uh, Julia Roberts was unwatchable. I mean, it's like all of these people, because it's like, oddly enough, doing this for as a job is not that satisfying. You feel like a piece of meat. You feel like you're not being consulted. You have nothing to offer. You, You begin to feel like I was cast because of how I look. And, um, that's it. And so it's not satisfying because it doesn't help you become something of a more complete person. And what I realized, and this had to do with some of the work that and conversations I've had over the past few days, what we're trying to do is we are trying to get to the, the human spirit of the role. And, and that's a really important concept. I mean, that's one of the things that Stanislavski was really very big on. And if we can get to this kind of level of the part, that is what other people respond to. They respond to that human being. And it's difficult to get to, is my point. We, it is difficult to get to, and it takes time. Teo was having, because now that he's back in class, thank God, and so he was kind of catching up on, on research, and he was suddenly looking at his judge in the past and the social circumstance and the race relations in America and the whole racial situation in America. And uh, we were on the street last night and he said, my God, it's so complex. And it is. It's very, very complex. And that's why it takes so much time. I mean, I, I think it's a fun 
thing that Sharon Carnegie talks about that Maria Knievel talked about was which you bundle up all this information and you sleep on it when you wake up in the morning, it's all there. But in an odd sense, you really do have to do that. To me, one of the most difficult things is to not look at each part of your process as how do I perform that? It's very difficult just to let it gestate, just to let it kind of swim around in your brain for a while and begin to see it and begin to have it as a part of it. Um, I could tell when Giancarlo was working on his guy that he was panicking because he had so much information that it was like, I mean, he moved and then he was this and it was like trying to make sense out of it right away. So, I mean, you have to really understand if you're building a human being, that human beings are complex. You can't stick them into a, a slot. You can't make a quick decision because it's the whole total of things swimming around that makes this human being, and it takes a while to let them all come in. Another problem, uh, which I think we just have to admit, and I think we have to work actively to solve it, is that we have cut off, we have cut off emotionally from other people a lot. You can imagine what it's like living with me. So Teo and I were having this conversation the other night. <laughs> <laughs> about social media. It's just, it's so much fun. We go downstairs for a cigarette. We talk about social media. We talk about race relations in the 60s. I mean, it's, you know. Anyway, he had read something about how being on social media sort of increases the dopamines, whatever the hell they are. Um, and that you get so hyped up that then when you go to start to read, it's like your energy is gone. And I realized how true that was because, of course, I'm having fights with everyone I went to high school with, if I'm not careful, because they're all Republicans and all living in Texas, and they say these things, and I find myself enraged. But what happens is you start to have these conversations with these people, and you have to actively decide not to get involved, and then you want to say something, you know, I want to say something to my cousin who I had no idea was such a radical Republican. And so it's like, then I decided to unfriend him. But at the back of my mind, I'm still furious, you know, and it's like, so it's like so much energy that the idea that I have to reread my book before submitting it to the publishers, it's like, oh, I'm too exhausted. I've been having a fight on Facebook this morning. Anyway, I think a lot of that, because we don't talk to people in person and we don't have conversations, that it's like exhausting our focus. And I think that's, that really is something that we, that we really need to take on board. I used to say this and when I lived in Hollywood. I used to say to people, if you spend as much time on your acting as you did at the gym you would be a superstar. Now I feel like I have to say to people, if you spend as much time on your acting as you do on social media, 
you'd be a superstar. So, I mean, it's almost like, it's like people are so focused on something else. Anyway, so I think we have to actively, actively reconnect with human emotions. And I think we just resist it. We don't do what we once might have done, which is every time you see somebody on the subway, every time you see somebody on the street, every time you read about somebody in the paper, you imagine what it must be like to be them. You sort of like, t for, for a few minutes, you morph into their skin. It's the reason I have to be so selective about what I read, because I do it all the time, and, and it really is emotionally exhausting. But I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like on a selective basis, you must figure out what must it be like to be that mother whose child was just shot. That is what connects us to human beings because that's what we're playing. We are playing human beings and our ability to connect to human beings is important. Uh, I had this conversation with Kareem the other day, and I said, you know, the thing is, you become a better person when you become an actor because you understand the problems of another human being. And, and, and when you think about it, plays are about problems. The people you've been working on are very, very complex people. Um, the funny, did you all read the email I sent you today with the interview with Kathleen O'Hara from Schitt's Creek and uh, the, the woman from Saturday Night Live? But then the idea of playing somebody who says just what's on her mind and is thoroughly thrilled with being full of herself. I mean, it's, it's like actors like that see the joy of playing somebody else. It's like, it's the fantasy. It's the fantasy to be able to play that. And of course, the, it's, a, it's an article that had to do with bigger than life characters. And what is it like to play somebody that's bigger than life? And suddenly when they said it, you suddenly thought to yourself, oh, I want to do that again. I want to play those bigger than life characters. That's really what we're about. It's like as you begin to understand this other human being, you move into it and you understand their life, what's going on with them, and that expands you as a person. I have said this many, many times. I really feel like that, that when you do a part that you have a master's degree in that area. I mean, I already feel that way with Michelle. I feel like if I need to know anything about Samuel Beckett, I can call Michelle. She's, she's begun to live this relationship with Samuel Beckett. I keep forgetting she's an actress. I keep thinking that Michelle met Samuel Beckett. So it, it's like, but that's what happens. You begin to do it. You know it. You own the area. And that broadens you. I Don't Need an Acting Class is hosted and created by Milton Justice. Senior producer is me, Walker Vreeland, and director of online media is Evan Sollers, who does all of our graphic design. 
Music by Jeffrey Kieser Trio. May this be love from their album On My Way to You. If you have a moment, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find us. And uh, if you would like to send an email, if you have a question for Milton, you can do so at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Another way to get in touch is on Instagram at I don't need an acting class. I'm not saying I don't need it. It's the name of the podcast. It's ironic. You know that by now, if you've been listening to season one. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you back here next week. Bye.